Warning. All content and media for Under the Barbell podcast is created and published online for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. We are not professionals. Thank you for listening. The Baby Buffalo Brain Studios presents... Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Under the Barbell Podcast with me, Will, and Jeff. This is episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually episode five. <laughs> episode four, we came in, and me and Jeff were both under the impression that it was the best episode yet. <laughs> we talked a lot about mental health. Uh, it was very well researched, and yeah. I feel like we articulated ourselves really well. And then something happened with our mics, and it sound not sounded as in the way we spoke, but this the you couldn't hear it. Yeah, Je- Jeff sounded closer to the mic. I sounded far away. Sounded um, like you're in a hallway. Yeah, it just it, it would have been really frustrating to listen to. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, this is the real episode four, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about some social media stuff. Um, I kind of had a, a mental breakdown over some social media stuff not really just just had enough with the 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 fakeness and the stupidity of things um and i caught myself instead of just scrolling you know that that Mm -hmm. that saying of why does it bother you just scroll past it i caught myself not being able to scroll past it anymore because i felt like you're lying cheating stealing from people that don't know any better Mm -hmm. um so i just erased it i didn't erase the, my profiles i just deleted the apps off my phone right um because of this podcast if it takes off i would still i don't want to have to rebuild yeah. my, my social media platform yeah, yeah, yeah. i've just stopped posting um so we're gonna go over that just kind of go over some things we've seen heard um like i said we're not professionals in any way shape or form but we've been in the fitness industry long enough and we also have we have such a plethora of friends and colleagues in right. the fitness industry that I have a, a, I'm friends with a girl who does CrossFit. You know, we have bodybuilder friends, strongman friends. So we have, we have a little bit of reach in every realm right. of the fitness world, which is why I feel like we can talk about it. You know, like I'm not going to talk about um, the fitness world from a modeling standpoint because I don't have any friends yeah. that are models or um, so we uh, something that I've noticed, and Jeff has a couple stories he was going to hit on, but I've noticed with social media, um, in in the fitness world, are the skinny trainers, yeah, <laughs> who instead of telling new uh, new lifters, beginner lifters, to hit compound movements, squat, bench, deadlift, something that works a lot of muscles, a lot of joint movement. Mm-hmm. They're having them, you know, walk sideways on a stairmaster with an ankle weight on and kicking their leg out to the side, right? Yep. Um, and things like that. It just doesn't work. But I feel like if you get creative enough with the way that you, with the way that you post, someone's gonna think it works. Yeah. Or like for example, I naturally have large legs. So does that mean that because I'm genetically gifted with my legs that I can go and I can do a squat with a kettlebell in one hand, drinking a Sprite with the other, and then I can be like, hey, guys, these are will squats. They're really good for your quads. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do, and I lose a lot of respect for some of the people. There's some OGs like, you know, the hack squat. A lot of people call them uh, Tom Platts had that special stance, so they're called Platts squats. Right. Unfortunately, there's so many people nowadays – that, for example, I know that the Russians on a treadmill, mm-hmm. when they would push the treadmill and it was off, and this was in like the early 60s, they would just call them power walks. Okay. Because yeah. you're, not, you're not turning a treadmill on. Um, it might have been later than that, maybe the 70s or 80s. But yeah. um, well, now Matt Winning has called them the winning walks. 
because you're like I don't it just well that's the thing like they're just trying to reinvent all the old stuff yeah and but they're making it stupid stupider like what you said about the skinny trainers yeah like the one thing that I found and I haven't looked at Instagram in like two years Mm -hmm. until this podcast and the one thing that bothers me is that they play this loud music they don't ever say anything Mm-hmm. They'll point to the muscle and do shake their finger like, no, no, no. Like, this is not how you do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah. And, and then it, they do some stupid movement. Yep. And, Something that gets me, and I know, I know this is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings, but it's the dummies that put a dumbbell on the seated cable row, and they sit on the dumbbell to get a different angle. <laughs> I just yeah. I just don't. I hate it. Like, look at some of the best athletes in the world. Yeah. And tell me, are they sitting on dumbbells doing these cable rows? No. Are they doing these jacked up tricep movements? Or they're sticking to the basics. God forbid, are they putting a fucking band on a hack squat machine? <laughs> You're gonna say that. It's a three pound <laughs> resistance band. Like it really helps my knees out of the hole. <laughs> Bro. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, and then you have the, it, what kills me is you'll put the big the big resistance band on here to help you stand up, and then you'll put five plates on. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> and if somebody can come on here and tell me from a physiological standpoint why you're doing this, yeah, because um, I'm confused. Um, I make fun of a lot of people for it, and I've asked, and every time I just hear it, it helps your knees out of the hole. Yeah. The only thing that I could think of, because I've done that before, is that there's no uh, hard stop when you go down. When you squat down into the hole, there's no hard stop on the machine. So so when you're squatting down, the cable or the band's pulling you back up. Isn't that part of muscle, though? Isn't that like you're trying to increase muscle growth? I know. It's like... (laughs) That's like saying... That's like... It's like saying you want to run a mile... Yeah. So, but this little lever p- picks you up, so you're not actually running, but your legs yeah. are still moving in the I air. Know. I don't know. I just that might be a bad example. I just. I mean, no, I know what you're saying. Like I've stopped doing it. Like I've I, never I, done it, and my legs are bigger than everybody. Sean doesn't do it. His no. legs are bigger than every. I know. Everyone I've seen put a band on a hack squad. They never have. I think I did legs. it for a little bit. A w- little, couple months. I tried it with. Just- one guy. <laughs> See, I just assume, you, hey, man, let's put this 250-pound <laughs> resistance band on, and then we'll put 750 pounds on here. It'll I look, never did it like that. It looked really good for the video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love them. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other. Uh, there's a lot of the fad diets on social media that I don't like. Um, I'm a huge proponent of the vertical diet. Now, yeah, the vertical diet is not, it's like, like Stan Efforting. I was going to say, explain the vertical diet a little bit. So the the thing with the vertical diet, the the reason I like it is because it does focus on performance Mm -hmm. and gut health and micro and macronutrients, where I feel like some some most diets are just focused on carbs, fat, protein, your your macronutrients. Um, However, it's very strict. It's very boring. Yeah. Um, like a lot of diets, you know, in diets that work are typically like that. Yeah. Um, and unless you, unless you have a purpose for why you're doing this diet, and I wouldn't even say I want to look good on the beach in six mm-hmm. months is a good reason. Unless you're competing or you have a reason to do this diet, even um, if you are ill, yeah. if, you, if you have cancer, or, you know, I think that cleaning your diet up is the first step and oh, getting yeah. better. Um, the issue I have with a lot of these diets is I've got a couple friends, just for example, everybody hates on keto, but they do keto. They've lost a lot of really good weight on keto, but mm-hmm. it's because they're sugar freaks. Right. It, it, they didn't eat too much steak, hot dogs, you know, meat. Mm-hmm. They ate too much candy. So you take out the carbs, they are, they're going to lose a lot of weight just because of the, the lack of sugar that they're right. taking in. But what they don't understand is, in their head, uh, fat and protein, they can eat as much of it as they want. Yeah. If you eat two New York strips and one sitting with a stick of butter on each one, you're, you're going to get fat. Yeah. And I don't understand how you can be a grown adult and not understand the, the stuff you have to put in your body to live. Yeah. Like, that, that should be 
taught in school in some way, shape, or form. And I know they have those pyramid charts all around the school, but they don't actually yeah, sit those there. Aren't totally I don't remember accurate. being in a class and they said that pizza has all of the food groups in it. It's got meat, yeah. it's got dairy, it's got carbs, and it's got fat. Yeah. And I, so I remember growing up and thinking, wow, you know, the, so pizza's not terrible for you, mm-hmm. but it's terrible for you. Yeah. And I, I would love to have a class that would teach, here's the reason why we want to go to the store and make our own burgers instead of buying you know, burgers from the store. Right. And maybe they don't do that because all these big corporations own this. I don't know. I don't want to get yeah. into all these right. conspiracy yeah, yeah. theories. But I just want people to understand that you have to eat single-ingredient foods. That's step one. Mm-hmm. If you go to the store and you think this looks really good, it looks healthy, I'm going to buy it, and you turn it around and there's ingredients on that package that you can't pronounce and you don't know what it is, don't buy it. Dude, I tell you what, that's why I liked the food so much better overseas when I went. Because mm-hmm. it was just, they don't allow the GMO stuff like we do. Have you seen, um, there's a video of a guy that went overseas and he said that he drank like a fish mm-hmm. and all he ate was bread and pasta and he felt better than when he came back and worked out and ate on a diet because of all the gunk yeah. in our food. Yeah, it, dude, it's horrible. Like, you can look at the packaging on anything over there and there's just what's... Mm-hmm. In the packet. Or like candy. Right, right. <clears throat> There's none of that artificial crap in I, there. I And I hate it, too. And unfortunately, like my two boys, there are days when I'm looking at the food that I'm feeding them, and I feel like even goldfish now, I kind of feel like I'm poisoning them. Yeah, because I'm... You know, doctors will be like, it's fine, but is it? Like, do we know what the long-term effects are of some of these... Right. The dye that makes goldfish green? Yeah. Like, why do we need, like, 60-something different ingredients for a little fish? Yeah, and what it is is because these companies are mass-producing in bulk, and they want it to be able to sit on the shelf for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. Um, and I, if you go back 100 years, that's why you had bread shops made bread, butcheries had meat, you know, all these uh, you know, produce people had produce yeah. because they you didn't have the option to put all these extra chemicals. Right. So if, if you had a huge store with all this stuff, you're losing so much money because it's, you know, it's going to get lost and it's not going to get mm-hmm. bought. But if you if you go in every morning and you know I sell a hundred loaves of bread, I'm gonna make a hundred and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you might have five that roll over the next day because somebody's gonna want stale bread to make breadcrumbs, croutons, something like something that. Like that yeah. But and that I wish we could go back in time and hopefully you know history repeats itself. So hopefully, I don't know when, maybe when we're dead, but right. we'll go back to <laughs> Walmart and Costco will be gone and it'll be back to people. Kind of wish, dude. And I'm telling you guys, if you ever, I know it's a little bit more expensive and, you know, Jeff and I are neither are in the position to go out and buy steaks from a butchery or buy bread from yeah. a bakery. You know, it's just, it's expensive, more expensive. But if you have the chance and you do are like, you're weary of your health, try to go to some family owned stores like Critchfield Meats. Oh yeah. You're not going to find the crap that you find at these mm-hmm. big supermarkets. And you're also going to notice too, that after they close, at the end of the day, the meat that was there, it's going to be new meat the next day yeah. Yeah. Um, because they're not going to let it sit there overnight for three, four, five days right. with an expiration sticker on it. Yeah. You're going to get the best quality because these people's names are attached to their business. Yeah. You can get half half the cow, like literally half the cow chopped up for you Damn, that's at awesome. Critchfield's. How much is stuff like that? Uh, it depends on how much you get. My parents do it every couple, like, like once a year because it'll last like six months. Yeah, um, I think they last time they got three hundred dollars worth. And three hundred dollars for six months worth of meat. Yeah, I mean, and they get. I got <laughs> T-bone steaks, uh, the big like rump roast. Yeah, I mean they get all to you. We should do that. Yeah, oh, I thought about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, going back to social media and another thing we've said this a lot in the other podcasts. However. Everyone's a fake on social media. <laughs> yeah. I know so many people on social media that will post videos, pictures, you know, even even of their significant others. I've got a couple people I know that'll post pictures of their significant others and I'm like, dude, I know your I know your relationship's falling apart. I yeah. see you guys. <laughs> I hear the way you speak to each other. So yeah. 
And it goes back to, you know, the couples that are posting pictures of each other or trying to convince themselves that they're good. That they're, yeah, um, working. It goes, it goes the same with social media. Mm-hmm. You're trying to show your physique, which I'm glad your physique is good, but the rest of your life might be falling apart. Right. You only see the good on social media. And I, I, that's a big reason I hate it, too, is because it's caused so much comparison. And that happened with me. Um, but I know people are looking at this thinking, how is he there's a guy i used to be friends with this will be a really good story for the mm-hmm. example i'm going into i hated being his friend um <laughs> he was a good dude but here's the story i will keep his name out of it he always had a really nice car he's yeah. always posting pictures with nice nice cars he worked at a factory though yeah and i and i'm like how, how you know he he lived in a nice house um i was never allowed over there like he just he just said he didn't he always wanted to go out. He didn't want to do stuff there. Oh, yeah. So fast forward, he, because he was so successful at a young age, his, the girl he met was, I think, in her late 30s because she was also successful and established. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't she want a younger guy that's the same way? Right. So they hit it off, and I remember her contacting me really late in the night. And, you know, obviously I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> right. Am I, I going to have to be the bad friend that calls him? And she says, hey – I need some help. And I said, what's up? She said, he won't let me come over. Uh, He can't really tell me what he does for a living. And he didn't really tell me either. He said he was in business and trading. Uh, And whenever he would go to work, he would be gone for a a weekend or two weekends um, in a row overseas. And I never thought to question anything just because he he always wore nice clothes, had nice things. I assumed he was telling the truth. Yeah. so I was talking to her, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I can ask him what we can do. So one day I asked him, I was like, hey, man, you know, can I come job shadow you? I was like, I really want to know what you do. Yeah. And he was like, well, no. So I called her. I was like, hey, I'm, I don't really know what to do. I don't, yeah. I'm not an investigator. Like, I have my <laughs> own problems. I was like, you do it. So she called me. At, it was several weeks later. She followed him around yeah. and found out that the house he lived in was his dad's and his dad was the travel. So his dad would come home and talk about his business experience with his son. Yeah. And he would go out and tell his friends and just replace his dad with himself. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) And so, which did make him sound like he knew what he was talking about. His dad sold trains to other countries. Oh wow. Uh, Like he was, he worked with the, the designers and the engineers that would make the bullet train that they're yeah. putting in Japan. Then he would go to Japan and sell these trains. Dang. So obviously, you know, you make good money right, doing yeah. that. Um, and then she was like, I don't know how to explain the cars or not. And I said, are they his or are they his dad's? So she started doing some dig and following around. He would go and rent sports cars. <laughs> There's an app you can download on your phone. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. I think you, it's called Drive or something like yeah, that. Yeah. You can, if you had a Ferrari, <laughs> I could pay you $100 and just drive your Ferrari around for a day. Yeah. And he was doing that with the allowance his dad gave him. Yeah. He would go and take pictures. Like he'd go and take a girl on a date, <laughs> um, take pic- the car that he drove this lady in was a Rolls Royce. Dang. He had to pay $1,000. To borrow it for 24 hours, but he, it was his birthday and that's what he got from his dad. Oh, yeah. So he spent that money on this car for 24 hours to take pictures in it. Well, now it looks like the post was, and I remember seeing it thinking like, I'm going to suck it up and I'm going to ask him, what does he do? Yeah. What do you do for a living? I want to do that. Um, he posted it, saying, my new birthday present to myself. And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, um, so she found that out, and I don't know how. She said that she found there was an insurance form in one of the glove compartments when they were on a date <laughs> of that app. Yeah. So if something happens, the driver fills this out and gives it to the owner of the car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it just, it just kind of goes to show that it's super fake. That is an elaborate lie, too. It, and I mean, I, you have to have some serious stuff going on inside yes. to carry stuff like that through that yeah, extensive. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, but I know there's people that do it, too. Mm-hmm. The same people in the fitness world that say, I benched 800 pounds in high school. Yeah. You know, you just want to be accepted. And I'm sure he just wants to be accepted. He went about it the wrong way. Um, He actually, I I don't know where he went. He's, he's gone now. Oh, really? He, he, I don't, he doesn't live with his parents. He doesn't live in the same town. Almost like maybe he got embarrassed or something 
well, happened. Yeah. And he just up and left. I'm sure you did get embarrassed when everybody found that out. So, and I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> you know, I once. I'm sure I, that girl told people. I'm sure she did. Because that's. Uh, she, she had a family too. Oh really? And she had a, she had two children that he was. I'll take care of them, and then they were excited to build this huge empire together and these giant houses. And and you know, once kids are involved, it's, it's yeah, a little much. It's a little too much, but uh, yeah, the social media thing. It all comes back to your mental health state too, because dude, looking at those pictures just makes me feel like crap. It really does. Uh, yeah, like seeing whatever other people accomplish and. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's not a good thing, and that's why I got rid of it. So I, I barely look at it for here, you know. Yeah, I know everybody feels that way too. <laughs> yeah, if you're on social media and you don't feel that way, you're so. Discon- you're probably one of those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're just so disconnected from society too. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to know that there's people out there that have a lot because somebody else sacrificed a lot for right. you. Yeah, you don't say that. You're not going to post you at your home gym in your parents' house right? while you're driving your dad's nice car to the grocery store using your mom's credit card to get groceries. (laughs) You're just going to post your home gym at your nice house in your car with your platinum debit card. Getting all kinds of food. Yeah, and and you're you're doing your your shopping at Target where the food is so much more expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of going and getting the frozen bags of chicken, you're going and getting you're mm-hmm. going to Whole Foods. And you're like, can you can you give me the most organic chicken you got? <laughs> um, it's just all fake, man. Yeah. And if like if there uh, there's been some guys on um, is it Muscle Muscle Tech Muscle TV Muscle and Fitness? Oh yeah, okay. Where it's like the a day in the life of eating with so and so, and there has been some guys that are very honest. Yeah. I don't like rice. I'm getting cereal and it's cheaper. Yeah. Um, I can't afford New York strip, so I do frozen salmon patties with a little bit of olive oil on it. Um, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, that's way better than seeing a fake crab. And there's even guys on there that'll do, like, big on a budget mm-hmm. eating. Oh, yeah. For a hun- like, that's so fake, dude. Yeah, like you got $100, and somehow he's got all kinds of beef. And, right, right, right. You know, it costs more than 100 bucks. Um the thing yeah. I hate the most is it's still the trainers that really piss me off. Well, it's because they're, nobody trains individually anymore. It's all mass. So it's an attractive dude or an attractive female, that like Katie Hearn. Katie Hearn. She's the girl with the big butt that ever like she put all these like booty workouts on. Now she has a gym in Louisville. Oh, she's from here, right? Yeah. Okay, she does the. Does she have the company? Yeah. Those workout crap oh, i don't know i just know that she was not impressive to look at yeah she's an attractive girl but i don't look at her and think wow like that's fitness right yeah. there um she was but she did have a bit of mindset for business and mm-hmm. she took off with that but once again if you look at her programs that she sells to people it's for everybody they're complete garbage man like all these work all these um like for example i do the rp diet renaissance yeah. periodization because it gets, lets me have variety and it helps me take the thinking out of the food because I'll overthink it every time. Yeah. If you look at her diet plans and even everybody else's diet plans, mm-hmm. they're cookie cutter. Oh, yeah. They're egg whites, eggs, chicken. Now, that is what works. Yeah. But if you, if me and you go to one coach, we get the exact same diet plan. He'll make adjustments accordingly. If he's a good coach. Rather than sitting you down and saying... You need eggs for these micronutrients. Mm-hmm. You need spinach for this micronutrient. Um, you need this type of fiber because you're eating this type of protein. Right. Nobody does that. Nobody goes into it. Um, V-shred is the absolute worst. You hit, you hit on him last I time. I did because I can't. For one, he's got the dumbest ass commercials mm-hmm. ever. They're just, they look like parody like movies almost. Yeah. Where he's like walking around like trying to flex his lats. Like he's carrying luggage, and they're just horrible. I found one guy. I can't remember. I don't if even if I did remember his name, I wouldn't say it. But his he looks like he knows what he's talking about. He looks like a CrossFitter, and I think that's what he used to do. But one video that made me really question him was he had this big um, whiteboard behind him with all these different stuff on there. 
and he was talking about why you should work your shoulders out every time you hit the gym. <clears throat> and his reasoning was because women like big shoulders on men. And that was his whole reason why that he should at least hit your lats or your... Made it completely sex Yes. And I was like, dude, come on, man. And then he put out another video, which really, th- th- that was the last kind of straw for me to re- like respect him, was that he said that you should stop doing bench press because it doesn't help at all. I Yeah, there's so many trainers out there, dude, that say... I'm not going to name him, but there was another one that was like a scapula contraction on bench press. Mm-hmm. Shut yeah. up. Just shut I up. I don't know. Let me work out. I don't know why you feel the desire yeah. to tell everybody, like on social media. Yeah. If you're a trainer, like if I'm training you and you act, you came to me, I will say, hey, we're not going to do scapula retraction here. Yeah. But... It, let the masses do what the masses are going to do. And then yeah. to get on people's social media and tell them that they're wrong for doing something like this. Or his exact comment was bodybuilders don't lift. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. He kind of went into that, too, because yeah. he was trying to say bodybuilders never hit bench press. I'm, I've seen a lot of bodybuilders oh, hit yeah. bench press. That's how they got their chest big. And to be honest, too, if you if you sat down with some of these some of these guys, I guarantee you they'd look stupid. They could answer half the questions you asked them. Yeah. About food, drugs, working out. Why yeah. Why did you do that grip over this grip? Well, yeah, doing the videos, it's all pre-set, you know. They yeah. have, They can cut it if they say something dumb. Yep. You know, if you got them on the spot, it's not going to be a good answer. Another thing I hate about social media are all these young kids, like 20, 25 years old. And, if like, right now I could get on social media and I could find 50 videos of how to squat. Yeah, and none of it's right. <laughs> your legs need to be here. Your back needs to be like this. What nobody understands, it is just like a diet, and it is just like medication. It is just like therapy. Yeah. Everybody on the planet is different. Yeah. You do not get to make an, a video, a tutorial video on how to squat. You can give a tutorial video on things to shoot for when mm-hmm. you squat. But if I told you, Jeff, you need to have your feet shoulder width apart, toes pointed out, uh, engage lower body, pull the bar down. But the way that you're built and the way that you're leveraged, you need to be significantly wider, which there are squatters like that. Yeah. I have now messed your whole squat up from the very first step of shoulder with right. Um I'm a very narrow stance squatter because I'm a very dominant, uh, quad dominant squatter. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's not a quad dominant squatter, if they tried to squat like me, would crush themselves. Yeah. So, I can't squat narrow. I'm not going to put a tutorial video out on how to squat. I also, my hamstrings are big enough, I bounce them off my calves yeah. in the hole. And the guy, so for me to get on there and say, feet shoulder width apart, mm-hmm. out of the hole, you're going to use your hamstrings almost like a spring, bounce them off your calves, and you're going to shoot up. Yeah, that's going to hurt somebody. And now, So now you have a kid whose legs are not built like mine. Right. And he's, let's say he's very skinny. His, he's going to go significantly too deep. Yeah. There's going to be no rebound effect. He's not going to have the the elasticity in his hamstrings to use him as a slingshot to mm-hmm. shoot him up. Yeah. Um, and I, that's actually been my secret in squats for a long time is there was a guy, and I'll, I'll get his name and, and put it on here. Yeah. Um, I forget off the top of my head, but he was an Olympic lifter. And he was an incredible to watch. He would, you know, he did a 400, 450 power clean, nice. and he, 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 it, he'd catch it in the squat. Yeah. Someone was asking him, hey, man, how do you stand up with it so fast? And he would use his hamstrings as a slingshot. Once that 405 would hit his shoulders, and it, it would be a perfect combination yeah. of depth, timing, and muscle uh, recruitment to stand up. Nice. And so I took that and was like, if I could perfect that in a back squat, because you're stronger in back squat than front squat every time. Right. And that's exactly what I did. So after I found the proper stance realized how I was built, I was able to take my hamstrings, mm-hmm. hit my calves, but in that instant, I'm so explosive out of the hole, and that's actually hurt me a lot in some things uh, because of depth. Right. When you when you have big legs and you're so explosive out of the hole, sometimes the judges don't know if you've gone down, if far, you've enough. Gone down far enough. Mm-hmm. The issue with that is nobody judges anymore that knows how to judge. 
Right. Um, for example, when I had my 513 taken from me on bench, yeah. they said my butt moved. There's no rule against your butt moving. Your feet can't move, yeah. and your butt has to stay on the pad. My yeah. butt stayed on the pad. They didn't say it, it came off. They said it moved. moved. So it's one of those things, kind of going back into bodybuilding, where every judge is different. Right. Unless you go to the same meet year after year with the same judges. Um, but, yeah, man, it's like let people work out. Yeah. Let people figure shit out on their own. If you're going to offer as- assistance and, and advice, offer in a polite way. Yeah. And do not get offended if someone's like, hey, man, um, let me figure it out. I was training with a guy uh, who actually I'll, I'm going to try to get on the podcast and me and him are great friends now. And the reason being is because I like thick skinned people. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of friends because a lot of people don't have thick skin. So when I start giving them a hard time, they get offended. They, yeah. they cry about it and I can't deal with Everybody's that. Everybody's too sensitive nowadays. He looked me in the eye the second day we were working out. I was like, Hey man, sit back into the deadlifts a little bit more chest up, head up. Your the bar is going to go where your head's looking, where yeah. your eyes are looking. So go look up. And he let go of the bar and stood up and goes, with all due respect, I do not want your help. I do not need your help. Yeah. Uh, he said, I'm here to lift. I said, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> In that same day, he royally messed his back up. Oh, yeah. But he looked at the videos, did that thing where you kind of move around, feel like, okay, so my back hurts there. That, yeah. it, so it hurt when I did this. He came back and corrected it himself. And if you do not have the confidence to correct the problems you have yourself Mm. and somebody else comes in, you're either going to not come back because you're embarrassed or you're going to lose more money because you think I have to have a trainer with me. Right. But if you truly are dedicated to losing weight and getting good at something, take a step back, Mm. look at the problem that you have, analyze it, review the the videos, take videos of yourself when you're a new lifter trying to see, if you're doing curls and you don't feel it in your bicep, video your first your, your first couple sets and think, what am I doing? And then compare them yeah. to some other, you know, like I, I was a big Dorian Yates fan. So mm. when I would do the Yates rows, you know, the underhand barbell rows, right. I don't feel those at all. I'm not bent over like as much as he was. I'm, I'm maybe my weight's a little bit too heavy because I'm trying to be too much like him. Yeah. Um, do research on where you should feel it. It's You're not you have so many websites that'll say you need to feel it in your latissimus dorsi. Yeah. Just find out you need to feel it in your lats, find out where your lats are. If you don't know, and then just start going, look at the pictures of the machines. That's one thing that a lot of the social media trainers don't talk about is form. Mm -mm. It's all just, let's throw something up. I had a corrected kid, uh, Saturday. What was he doing for what? Oh, he's doing incline bench. Mm Mm-hmm. And him and his buddy started doing flat bench. They were tall and skinny. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, they were probably like 6'3". Like, the one kid I corrected, I get, I bet he was like 140 pounds. Jeez. Just real thin. And he was doing the incline bench. And it looked, his arms were so close together, it could have been triceps. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I know that's not what he was doing. But he got... A form from his friend because that's how they did it on flat bench too, mm-hmm. and I finally I, I had to say something to him because I knew he was gonna really hurt himself. Yeah, I and I'll always keep my mouth shut. I try to like that one. Like he just looked like they both didn't look like they knew what they right. were doing. So here here's the difference. When I I remember when I was little, mm-hmm. I was probably sixteen. Um. I went to a new gym. When I, where I'm from, you had your little gyms, and then you had one main gym that was like the big gym where you heard all the big guys win, all the monsters right, go. Yeah. And I wanted to go there, but I was scared. I got a membership one day, kind of that, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I went and got a membership. <laughs> I had a girl that I really, really liked, and I took her with me to the gym. Yeah. I didn't know anything about working out, so I started doing tricep extensions. I'm, I'm sure I was not doing them right, but I was 16 years old, yeah. just with a girl, trying to work out and impress this girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, this 30-something-year-old guy comes over and goes, are you going to let her do those wrong like that? Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I'll do them like this, and then proceeded to take his shirt off. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And he was a bigger dude. Like, I'm... 
three times the size he was now, and I let him know that too. Once yeah. I got bigger, I saw him. I was like, hey, "Remember me? Like you made me look like an idiot." And yeah. I uh, took his shirt off and started to do these tricep extensions and like looked right at her and was like, "Like this," and it was really like, "I'm like, are you really trying to impress somebody that's, you know, half your age?" Right. So we went and continued the workout, and you could tell she was, she was noticing that I was embarrassed. Yeah. We left. Uh, fast forward 10 years down the road mm-hmm. and I'm in the same gym uh, with this guy and I'm hitting 500 on bench, yeah. 700 <laughs> for reps on squat, you know, 650, 700 for reps on deadlifts. And I was like, hey, Bill. <laughs> and he was like, what's up? Was, Do you remember me? And he goes, no. I was like, I was over there on that cable machine uh, a couple years ago and you came over and you try to make me look stupid. Yeah. And he was like, I would never. I was like, oh, you did, man. <laughs> I was like, that's exactly what you did. I was like, and the reason I know it's you is because I have not forgotten your face since that yeah. day. <laughs> and he apologized a bunch. And I was like, I just want to let you know I knew who you were. <laughs> um, so you have people like that. Yeah. And then you have people like me and you. And I, I would hope most people. Yeah. Um, I was at the new gym that I go to here in Lexington. And I noticed this guy was squatting, and every time he squatted down, his heels would pop up. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, his, his weight is shifting forward, but he also, he just had horrible ankle mobility. Yeah. And so I went up to him. I was like, hey, man, can I, can I help you with this a little bit? I just, this is something I noticed as a, someone that's done this on a relatively high level. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, please uh, show me. So I said, your ankles, your heels are popping up off the ground every time you squat. Yeah. I said, so let's sit back a little bit more when you're squatting. But also, if you if that's not comfortable, can you squat in some heels? And he, idiot, thought I meant high heels. Oh. <laughs> um, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, there's heeled lifting shoes. I was like, they are expensive. I was like, but these, and they had those little, like, foam heels. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I said, just slide these slightly under your feet. Don't put your heels all the way at the top of the, of the wedge. Mm-hmm. And he's oh he's like that feels way better on my knees and yeah. I said um, there's a couple lifters that you can look at that are have a similar build to you that you could try and so I gave him some names and videos to watch but what I didn't say was hey feet shoulder width apart pull that bar right. down there are cues I can give you that will work for everybody like tighten your core yeah but there are also cues that I cannot give you on bench because you bench differently than I do yeah. your arms are longer than mine you're yeah. wider than I am. So it just kind of goes down to being a good person. Right. When you get on social media, understand that people, if you have a lot of followers, people are, are, are following you. Yeah. I'm sure some are following you because of your, you're hot, you know, would do with yeah. those videos what they will. <laughs> but some of them are following you because they're, you're educating them. You're yeah. a teacher. You're, uh, you're a, a, a guidance to them. So when you're doing something, please understand that if you look stupid doing it, you're going to make them look stupid. Yeah. If you're hurting yourself, you're going to hurt them. If it's not working, you're wasting their time. Yeah. I, I would li- I'd rather go back to the old days of like... MySpace? Not <laughs> MySpace, but dude, like, you know how much I loved walking into a gas station and there's like the Flex magazine? Oh, yeah. Those are the best. And it's like... Now they were social media too, like they were fucking bullshit. No, well, yeah. You know how many people would watch those or read those, and you think I did every one of those workouts. You think Jay Cutler really did a nine-hour curl day to get twenty-two inch arms? I did it. I didn't do nine hours. But you know what I mean? Uh, Rich Piana. I Rich think Piana's work like he had eight-hour workout. There's like an eight-hour arm workout that can literally add two inches to your arm. Or something. I did a four-hour arm workout. That's insane. And it was from Muscle Tech. Yes, Muscle Tech. And it was out of those magazines that me and my buddy got. And we went and got the, the protein and the creatine mm-hmm. from Muscle Tech because that's what they recommended. And we sat at the gym for four hours and did it. And it did not help one bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just tired and bloated from drinking all that crap. Yeah. I, I, wish, I wish social media would just kind of die out. I, I would too, but unfortunately. It won't. It won't. It's too addictive. And everybody's just posting the same crap every day. Yeah, nobody's original anymore. They're really not. Like like what I was saying, everybody's just trying to reinvent all the basic weightlifting stuff that we already know. Actually, um, 
I was looking on social media while you were talking one of your stories yeah. to look for an example. I had to scroll twice, so probably the fourth <laughs> or fifth post, yeah. and it was, it was the winning warm-ups. <laughs> Guess what they were doing? What? They were incline benching. For the warm-ups? For the warm-ups. Hmm. So if anybody wants to go out, <laughs> so I, when you unrack, set your gym bag down, go use the bathroom, put your, you know, if you're benching, put your sleeves on, mm-hmm. your wrist wraps, if you're squatting, put your sleeves on. Yeah. Um, uh, walk on the treadmill for five, ten minutes, get, a, get some blood flow going, and then do your workout, go home, and eat. Yeah. Play video games for a half an hour. If you don't have video games, get them, <laughs> and then go to bed. Yeah. This is now the the Mobley, the Mobley method. <laughs> so anybody that's listening to this, I need you to wake up, eat mm-hmm. at some point in the day, preferably several times a day. Go to work. Yeah. Uh, drink water. Breathe. Yep. Don't forget to breathe in and out <laughs> several times a day. Blink if your eyes feel dry. You have now done the Mobley method. God, that sounds awesome. And if you do this, I promise you, you will live to see yeah. another day. And if you want do a little bit more that, in depth, that, $60. That marketing right there. Yeah. You, I have now just told you to do something you already do every <laughs> single day for your whole life. But, but I'm going to put a name on yeah. it. And I'm going to put a little bit of motivation behind mm. it. I need you to wake up. When do you go to work? You wake up at you know, you're at nine. I need you to wake up at eight. Yeah. Well, you already do. Good. Good. You're yeah. you're already you're halfway already there. on the routine. What do you have? Oh, you have eggs for breakfast. Nice. <laughs> you know. And so it's like I've you're you've now just paid me to just compliment what you already. Yeah. Do. Yeah. And there's so many of that. You're disciplined. You are a disciplined man. Yeah. Did you do that cardio? Sixty dollars. It sounds just like them, too. And I've even said that. There's, like, the way that I squat, this method that I learned. And I've actually been able to teach it to a few other people that oh, have, really? like, have, have the short legs. Like, I've been like, hey, try this, and it's yeah. worked. But you don't see me writing a short book on it and calling it the Mobley Squat Method. should. I but, feel like you should now. And and, and I can, but it it's, one, it's easier if I can just show you. You're right. Because could, could, could a doctor call me and explain how to do heart surgery? I mean, no, could, they'd have to show me yeah. several times, several <laughs> thousand times. Um, but it kind of like in, a better example with that is like in the in the jujitsu I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I have to watch you because if you tell me. Put your hand on their hip, you know, this leg hooks around this leg. Oh, yeah. You know, you're going to block their um, their hand, put your arm through, grab the other mm-hmm. arm, buck your hips, twist and spin, yeah. and get them in a Kimura. What? It's just all words at that point. How many arms and legs are there in this mix? <laughs> um, but if I can see it, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about visuals. You know, we talked about in episode one that we weren't going to do rants. And all we've done going it's on four episodes now is rant. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're liars. Right. <laughs> However, we also haven't found any people we want to come on the podcast that we trust. Yeah. Um, really don't want any more hiccups. Also, there's too many social media forms. Yeah. Like, why not just make one? Like, doesn't Facebook own Instagram? I thought it was the other way around. Well, I see, I don't know. It, so one of them owns the other. Yeah. Why not just combine them? Money. Finstagram. <laughs> I, I guess people have fake Instagram. Like, that's yeah. what they call it. That's what they call it. <laughs> Instabook. Instabook. I don't know. It's like, I have, so I follow you at one point in time. Yeah. I follow you on Facebook and I followed you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. The way that my social media worked was I would make an Instagram post, but I would link it to my Facebook, so it immediately... Right, So yeah. you now scroll through Instagram until you're bored, and then you pick up Facebook and scroll through it until you're bored, but it's the exact same, same you post. see the same post, yeah. I, so why not just make it one? I don't know. I really think it's just money, because... I, and it could be, and I get, like, Twitter. Yeah. You know, like, Twitter's a little bit different. It's a little bit more interactive. Yeah. Um, and I actually... It may, might make me sound old, but I... Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are the only ones I know of. No, there's, I think that's still the only ones they have. Because I know there's a new one 
where if like if I'm taking a picture of you, yeah, to put on my story, it also takes a picture of me. Well, I would so the front camera and the back camera takes a picture at the same time. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but it's a huge social media thing right now. I don't now. know if I'd like that or not. I don't because if I'm taking a picture of something, I'm definitely not trying to pose. Think of yeah, <laughs> you know, Maybe I don't want to have work, to think about that. It's to work both sides of your brain. That'd probably be be good for all these bodybuilders and stuff. My sister's huge at it. Really? She'll take a picture of like the the date she's on or the guy she's hanging out with. Yeah. And what he's eating, and then you see her like lo- looking in the in the other picture. <laughs> Hell yes. I also like you don't have to post selfies. Right. Like guys, you don't have to post pictures of yourself. Yeah. You can post pictures of the gym, if you're getting ready to squat, the squat rack. Yeah, the weight you're doing. And and be real. Like can you guys just could could, could you just be real? Yeah. Stop being fake. I'm so done with fake, man. Like Brad Castleberry. I can't do it anymore. I can't keep my mouth shut on fake <laughs> shit. And it sucks because so many people get offended when you call them out on their fake shit. I know. And I don't understand it because they you, they know it's, they're so, faking it. Like, here's a good example. There's a guy at the gym, and he was like, yeah, I need a new squat rack. Why? Right, what's wrong with that? Well, this one... This one is bad. If I can squat 800 pounds out of that rack, you can squat 400 pounds of it, yeah. you little bitch. <laughs> but if you say that, it's, I get that there's a more polite way to say it. Yeah. But think about it. Like All I have said is nothing but the absolute truth to you, and you don't like it. Yeah. You don't need a new squat rack. You want a new squat rack. Mm-hmm. You haven't perfected any other version of the lifts. <laughs> You have it. You don't have a great diet. You're not doing all the other things. You're just trying to blame this piece of equipment for your shitty work ethic. Yeah. And Westside Barbell, remind me of the owner's name. The old guy. Yes. um, Louis Simmons. Yep. I was gonna say had a quote. Why would you have what was a hundred dollar squat shoes with a ten cent squat? Mm -hmm. All of these wannabe lifters. All of these these weak lifters they want all this amazing equipment but how many times have you just put weight on that bar and squatted it and fought death against it right zero yeah a true power lifter will put weight on that bar it might not be optimal but i'm strong and i'm gonna get this yeah like pete rubbish doing deadlifts in his basement. Oh, yeah. That's not an optimal environment to deadlift by yourself in your basement, but you're st- he's still PR in there because it's a mindset. Yeah. Nobody has that killer mindset anymore, and it's because of social media. Yeah. 99% of them just want to get on, be noticed, and get yes. made money. You don't, like, there were several times where I hit 700-plus squats for reps in a gym that nobody saw because I was doing it for me. Yeah. And then the reason I walked away from powerlifting is because I noticed I'm not doing this for me anymore. I'm doing it to post and get positive energy from other people. I don't want that. I want to create my own positive energy. And then here I go down this deep, dark rabbit hole of emotion because I'm walking away from what used to make me happy. Mm -hmm. So it goes down to if you're on social media, be on social media for you and only you. Do not compare yourself to these people that are fake because they're all fake. Come to me. With a social media post, and I will tell you what's real and what's not about that post. Yep. Um, you also don't know the story behind the post. You might have, if you're a girl, you might have a really nice butt, and here's a picture of it. But you're going home to your wife or your husband beating the hell out of you every night. Yeah. You're going home to your one-bedroom apartment where the power shut off because you can't afford rent. You know, it, it's like... Yeah. There's so many more, so much more to who these people are than just social media. But if they would show that... I would be more inclined to follow this fitness instructor, this guy that gives really good advice. If he would say, hey, guys, coming today, I'm going to make a video on how to squat. I'm not really feeling it today. You know, my girlfriend and I got in a huge fight. She left. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just feeling emotional. I'm here to work my emotions out. Let's get into the squat. Right. Cool, dude. I can get behind that. Yeah. But, all right, we're going to go to Vegas and buy a Starbucks. And then we're going to go buy a gold. 
<laughs> to deep fry and eat. And then we're going to go to this gym. My buddy's the owner. Yeah. His name's Harry Potter. Uh, he's famous. You might know him. Right. We're going to get a workout in together, and then we're going to drive in my Rolls Royce <laughs> to this restaurant. Oh, I also own it. Yeah. Um, don't ask me how I made my money. <laughs> it's just, it's fake. Like, you're yeah. just... That's like half the ones that I've Kai seen. Green. That's why I loved Kai Green so much. Yeah, because he was real. In his video, he wakes up in a tiny apartment. He takes the subway. Mm-hmm. He goes and, like, because like, he had to do something for the camera. So he was like, let's go buy Tupperware. Yeah. So he goes <laughs> and finds just the cheapest Tupperware where, like, the lids are all missing. Yeah. He had to find the lids. He cooks chicken with very little seasoning because he couldn't afford it. Yeah. And now he's he has built an empire. But I want to know, too, like, it's okay to say, I have all this stuff I have because my dad built it and I took it over. Right. But don't say that it's yours yeah. because it's not solely yours. Like, everything I have right now, I worked for. Yeah. The car, the apartment, my the possessions I own. Mm-hmm. The, nobody's given me money. Yeah. You know, my both of my parents are doctors. So I had a great childhood, but... They didn't teach me how to spend money. They didn't right. teach me how to make money or manage it because you don't have to manage money when you're making a million dollars a year between two people living yeah. below your means. Now, is it my job as a kid to notice my parents are living below their means? You know, we're still living in a nice house and going on great vacations. Yeah. But it just just understand when it comes to social media that what you're seeing is not the truth. Right. If you saw the truth... One, you would respect that person a little bit more. And two, you would relate to them a little bit more. And yeah. I can't work with you if I don't relate to you. Yeah. So, And there's a lot of trainers that I've dealt with like that where it's... I, the best one was still Sean. And he was great. Yeah. But even then, there were days when I didn't relate to him because yeah. he was so... You will never cheat on your diet ever. No, I'm actually going to. I just need somebody that understands. Right. You know, it's yeah. It, to tell me, oh, you're you're getting hungry. Put turmeric on your rice. What? Yeah. That doesn't do anything for me. I'm still starving, and now my rice tastes like garbage. Say it turned it yellow. Um. Yeah. That's really all. Just kind of a rant for today yeah. over social media. Do we want to talk about the Discord? We'll do that on the next one. Okay. Well. That's, uh, that's all we got, guys. <laughs> Once again, if if you guys have ideas or you want to hear something, or, dude, if you listen to it and you're like, I hated that. Yeah. That was awful. Don't be a jerk about it because then I'm just going to creep your social media and make fun of something on you. <laughs> um, but let us know, hey, Will, you said um too much, or that was very confusing. You guys went down way too many pathways. Right. And we'll get notebooks out. We don't have any notebooks. We don't, not, like I said, nothing scripted. Yeah. But if you guys want us to have more subject matter, like if you want to hear solely on the damage on mental health by social media, mm-hmm. hey, I'd really like to hear more about that. Let us know. That way we can, we can stay on topic more. Right. Um, other than that, that's it. And uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Yep.